Shekalim Daftala, the last thing we were discussing, the Mishnah, the bottom of Gimel Amudbet, that uh, children, Avadim, uh, women, if they want to give them Hatita Shekel, we take from them. Nochrim, uh, Kutim, we don't accept from them. If they want to give something that they want to donate, go ahead. But anything that there's a Hayuf to give, we don't accept it, uh, from them. And with that, we are starting Dalad Amud Aleph from the first line in the middle of the Mishnah. The following people have to give a little bit more than a machatzita shekel to make sure they gave a machatzita shekel. And they are the Leviim, the Israelim, the Gerim, the Avadim, the Shuharim, Leviim, Israelim, converts, slaves that were freed, Avalo Kohanim, not Kohanim, Venashim, Avadim, Muktanim, not women, slaves, and children, and Hashokel, Aliyadeh, Kohen. If a person comes to pay for a Kohen, machatzita shekel, or for a woman, or for an katan, or for a katan, patur. You don't have to pay that extra kalbon, that extra whatever it is, because since they are technically patur. If a person paid machatita shekel for himself and his friend, he only has to pay one kalbon. And Tanakama's reason is, you, why do you give a kalbon? Is if you're breaking a dollar for 50 cents and 50 cents, then okay, just to make sure everything is exact, add another penny or two, fine. But when you're bringing a full shekel for you and your friend, then there's no reason to give a kalbon, because you know you gave a full shekel, and you know there's nothing's missing. No, you kalbon is even if you're bringing exact change, you still have to give a kalbon to make sure. So you gave a full selah and you took a half. So meaning you gave a dollar, took back 50. Hayav, shene kolbanot. Your hayav, two kolban. Number one is because you're bringing to the Hekdesh a full selah and you didn't give them a hatzita shekel. So that's strike one. And number two is because whenever you're making the, the, the cashier over there switch money, the money exchanger, then you have to give a kalbon. So here's another kalbon. So here we have two. If a person gives him a shekel for a poor person, for the neighbor, for someone in the city, patur does not have to give that kalbon, because since you're giving them as a present, you're not hayav a kalbon. But if you're lending them that machatita shekel, then hayav, then you have to give that kalbon for them also. Very simply, brothers inherit money from their father. If they didn't split yet, that means the money is as if it's coming from the father. Then it's uh, the the maaser of the animals is coming from one person, and they have to give maserot. And since the money is also coming from one person, then you don't have to give a kalbon, just like as if you're giving it for a friend. However. If if the money was already split, then they would be hayav in the kalbon. And since the uh, the animals were already split, it's as if you bought them, and therefore they're patur from maaser behema. Bechamau kalbon. What is a kalbon? Maa kesef, which is one twenty fourth of a sela. The very bimeir vechachamim umrim hatzima one forty eighth of a sela. Now in the gemara we start afalpishamru. Although we don't take collaterals from. From women, slaves, and ketanim, but if they want to give, we'll accept it. We're not, we're not going to fight with them. So what we understand is, ha and we don't ask for the money. Now the problem is, In the last mishnah, you said that we are, we are going to ask them for money, just we don't take collaterals. 
And over here you say we're not going to even ask them for money. So what's the difference? So Gemara explains, The last Mishnah we're talking about, a 13-year-old boy with two hairs, we're not going to take his money, we're not going to take a collateral, but, we're not, but we do ask him for the money. in our Mishnah is talking about, The guy didn't even have two hairs yet, and therefore we're not going to even ask him. Now we learned in the Mishnah, Hanukhri Vakuti, Goy wants to give Mahatit uh, Shekel, we don't accept it from him. And the same thing goes for any other uh, korban that uh, you would have to give in case of a hayuv like a hatat, a sham, a zavin, and, and a yaldot, all that stuff. And Amar Biba, Tipater Kemad Amar Kuti Kanukri. It has to be that over here it goes according to the person who says that Kuti is like a goy. The Palgin, because there was a machloket anaim, where Kuti Kanukri, the very holds that in Kuti. Is a goy completely, and Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel Omer Kuti Kaisel Chodavar, they're Jewish, and our Mishnah is like Rabbi, and Amar Rabbi Lazar that you could even say that our Mishnah is like Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel. You could say that Matnita ben Ochrim, that our Mishnah when it said that we don't make a bail from them korbanot is, to, is talking according that is talking just about goyim habekutim lo, but there's nothing to do with the, the kutim. Maybe the kutim you would take from them. Betana ken, and this is what we said in the Brayta. We know the famous pasuk: Adam ki akriv mikem korban laHashem. Adam lerabota gerim, gerim could even give korban mikem leotziet amumarim. That the mumarim, anyone who doesn't believe in Hashem, or uh, they don't get to give uh, korban. Therefore, don't take from them hatzita shekel. But other uh, korbanot that have to do with tumah and tahara and hatot and hashemot, you can accept from them. So the Gemara asks Matitna pligi al Rabbi Lazar. So the Mishnah itself argues on Rabbi Lazar. Right, we learn the Mishnah in Mikablin Miadam Kine Zavin Vizavot Kine Yoldot. And if you want to say that we're only talking about Goim Vichiesh Kine Zavin Vizavot Benochrim, wait, is, is there uh, the birds of the Zav and Yoldot and everything like that by Goim? Uh, the Goim don't have Tumah. Yeah, rather, you have to say that our Mishnah is talking about the uh, Kutim, and the, the Hidush is that since the Kutim went uh, there, yes, they originally converted, but since they went back, they're not Jewish anymore. So the Gemara says, okay, Ela Resha benochrim besefa bekutim. You can tell me that the Resha is talking about goyim and kutim, and the sefa is going to be talking about only kutim? And the Gemara says, yes, can who? Resha benochrim, the Resha is talking about goyim and kutim, besefa bekutim, and the sefa is only talking about kutim. Now, we learned in the Mishnah that a goy, a kuti, that uh, they came to give Mahatma the Shekel, we don't accept uh, from them. So Amar Yohanan, but in the beginning when they were building the Beit Hamikdash and Mekablin Mehen, we don't we don't be, accept any donation from a goy. Lo davar mesuyam velo davar sheino mesuyam. Not something specific and not something that is not specific. You can't even take cash from them. Obasof, once the Beit Hamikdash was built already, then Mekablin Mehen davar sheino mesuyam. You could take cash from them, something that uh, will not last over there. Ve'en Mekablin Mehen davar mesuyam. But we don't take from them something that is specific, something uh, that's going to stay there for a long time, and they're going to always say, hey, see, that's my part in the Beit HaMikdash. Whether you're starting to build the Beit HaMikdash, or you finish building the Beit HaMikdash, don't accept from them anything. Specific, not specific, don't accept any donation from the Goyim to the Beit HaMikdash. Now, we have a bright that argues on Rabbi Yohanan, 
the first in uh, it sounds like we're not kores. Either way, en mekablin mehen hekdesh undavale bedekabait. We don't accept from goyim any hekdesh, any donation to bedekabait. Now, what's bedekabait? That means there's a beta mikdash, and we're trying to upkeep it. And it sounds like even something that is not uh, specific, you still can't accept from them. So that Rabbi Hanan Patala, he would explain it that the Baita is talking about Ben Betahila Ben Mesof, you're right, whether it's a, the, the Beit HaMikdash built or not built already, or Bilvad Davar Mesuyam. And when the, when we said En Mekablin Mehem Mekdash Davar, something specific that's going to last over there. But if it's something not specific, you could take from them. Now we learned before that Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakish Amar, Ben Betahila Ben Basof, En Mekablin Mehem, Lod Davar Mesuyam, you don't accept anything from them at any point. We have a Mishnah that's going to argue on Rabbi Shimon and Lakish. We learned in Masech Tarachin, Hakol Shavin, Shehen Nodrin, Venidarin. Everyone agrees that you could, that the Goyim could vow, they could donate. Not a problem as long as not specific. And this goes against Rabbi Shimon and Lakish. So Patala, Rabbi Shimon and Lakish would answer that Mishnah Arachin, that we're talking about a Korban Ola. However, the Gemara asks, Okay, then I understand when it says Nodrin Ola, they can vow a Korban Ola. You could explain it like Rish Lakish that they gave a Korban Ola. However, Nidarin Ola, which means they can vow for him a Ola, means Israel could say that this uh, Goy is Hayav Ola. That doesn't make sense. How is that possible? You have to say it makes more sense to say that we're talking about money. The Gemara says, no, maybe, look. Maybe Ella, when he said Nidarim, it's a Jew said, I'm going to give a korban, and the guy was next Whatever this Jew said, I'm going to do the same thing. That's, that's as a Nidar. That's as if a Jew made him vow a korban. Now we're going to ask another question. Nish Lakish, who said we don't take anything. If he, uh, we have to change the Girsa and understand it like Hagahot Agra, where that little hay is. And the basic story is that the Goy gave in a Korban. He didn't know that he was supposed to give wine. So again, we take the, the wine and we pour it from the, the, the Tzibur's wine. No problem. And later he wants to send the wine. He didn't know. Okay, he sends it the next day. And we ask, we, of course, we accept that wine. Wait, don't we put that uh, that that wine in a Klisharet? means we accept it. Nimza. He brings something that is not uh, specific, something that's going to be spilled, and we're not going to see it anymore. And again, all these Gersal changes is based on the Gra, just to understand it a little bit better. The Gemara answers, Hetiv Rabbi Yossi Bar Rabbi Bon. Rabbi Yossi Bar Rabbi Bon answers, You have to add over there, that they can be valued, they can estimate, and, and, and whatever it is. Uh, so now, wait a second. When the goy uh, uh, donates that money, isn't it going to bedekabait of the beta mikdash, which is not specific? And this is a, why don't we ask this question on Rish Lakish? Rather, you have to say deat amar taman. You have to explain like the way you explain it over there. Lashamaim humitkaven. The goy wants to give it to Hashem. And since the goy doesn't know what he's talking about, then we take it for the upkeep of the beta mikdash. And you have to say the same thing. You have to say the same thing over here by Nesachim. He wants to give it to the Mizbeach. He doesn't know the difference. And the end is just going to end up by Bedek Abayit. 
Meaning, as long as he doesn't specifically say forbid the and just ends up there because of a misunderstanding, then we have no problem, even according to Resh Lakish. Ma'avadla, we don't we take away. Uh, it's not part of the Gersa. Rabbi Shimon Lakish Patala, he explains the reason that you don't accept in the Goyim anything. Uh, you can't be partners with us when it comes to building a Beit HaMikdash, whether it's beginning or end, it's Asur. Rabbi Chizkiya said that Rabbi Simon Sha'al, Rabbi Simon had a question. If that's the case, that we can't be partners with the Goyim when it comes to the Beit HaMikdash, go finish the Pasuk, and you should say, you can't accept any donation from the Goyim, even for the stream of water that was near Shalim. You can't even accept a donation from a Goyim to, to build the, the wall of the city or for, the, uh, for any buildings in the city. Al Sham, because it says over there Nehamia, Velachem and Helek, and the Pasuk says, Utsdakav is Ikron Birushalam. We don't want you to have any memory of Goyim in Yerushalayim. And the Gemara stays in a Safek. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, if a person donated a Machatita Shekel for his friend, he only has to give one Kabon, and Rabbi Meir says two Kolbanot. Now, the following parentheses is taken out by the Hagahot Tagrat, the clean Hatim, but we'll read it. Elu uh, hayavin bekalbon. The following are hayav to give the kalbon. Tane elu hayavin bekalbon echad. These have to give one kalbon. Rabbi Meir omer shte kolbanot. Matnita the Rabbi Meir. Mishnah like Rabbi Meir. The Amar Rabbi Meir. The Rabbi Meir said afapish en shiklot Torah kolbanot Torah. Even though his machatita shekel is not from Torah, but still the kalbon from Torah. Savar Rabbi Meir bemishe shiklot shalem. Whoever gives a full shekel shu patur mekalbon. If a person gives a full shekel, he's patur from giving that extra piece. Now, all this we're not gores, and we're gores a little bit differently in the Gahot And as follows, what's Rabbi Meir's reason? That if uh, you gave a shekel for him and his friend, he has to give two kolbanots. So I'm going to explain, because if a person gives a full shekel, you have to give two kolbanot. Rabbi Meir says, the same way your shekel is from the Torah, the kolban, the extra piece you have to give, is also from the Torah. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir holds, that if a person gives a full shekel, he's only hayav one kolban, and some people take that last piece out, and the Gemara explains, this uh, sort of coin of fire, Hakadosh Baruch Hu took out of his kiseh, of his chair, and he. This is the way they're supposed to give. This is what they're supposed to give. They have to give something perfect like this. There was no scratches, no rubbish, no blemish on it. A perfect coin, and that's why you have to add a little bit extra to make sure it was perfect. And the ear holds. Since the whole Kalbon situation is from the Torah, it has to be perfect. It's not just a uh, something between you and the cashier. It's something Midin Torah, then you have to give it perfect, no matter what the case is. However, Tanakama holds not a Midin Torah. And if you brought an exact Mahatita Shekel, you don't have to give an extra Kalbon. And therefore, Tanakama, if you brought one Shekel for you and your friend, you're only Hayav one Kalbon. Now we learned the Mishnah Natan Shekel Hayav Kolbanot. If a person gave a selah, got back a shekel, he is Hayav two kalbons. Amar Bilazad, Rabbi Meiri, 
This goes according to Rabbi Meir, who holds that if you're giving Mahatsida Shekel for your friend, also you're Hayav to Kolbanot. Uh, skip the parentheses, the Tanya. Elu Hayavin ba Kalbon, Kalbon Ehad, Verbi Meir, Amash, Ne Kolbanot, and we take this piece out. Uh, they just take that piece out. What you really should say is Ehad Shekel Shunotin, Vehad Lidivre Torah. Meaning, one one kalbon for the mahatita shekel from the Torah for every mahatita shekel according to Rabbi Meir, and one because you're doing an exchange, and whenever you're exchanging, you gotta give a little bit extra. Now you take away more savar, and you say verava mar divra koli. No, according to everyone, you have to give two kalbons, even according to Tarakama who argues on Rabbi Meir. Now this part also we take out. Uh, if you give a shekel, take a shekel. We're not going to rest that piece, and we talk and we say as follows: Meaning, you ha- you give a kalbon one for the shekel that you're giving. I mean, uh, you give a selah, you're taking back a shekel. Meaning you gave two hundred dollars and you got back a hundred dollars and a half a shekel is fifty dollars, so you would have to give one kalbon for the shekel that you're giving and one um, kalbon for the shekel that you are taking. Now al rav, according to what rav said, that even according to Tanakama, that if you give a selah and you take him back a shekel, you'd be hayav two kalbons. You have to add that according to Bimeir Shalosh Kolbanot Inun. You have to give three Kolbanot. One for the Divrei Torah, for every Mahatik the Shekel. One for the Shekel that you're giving. And one for the Shekel that you're taking. And the Gemara brings a proof. Ata Rebir And Rebir said in the name of Rebir Shemuel Barav Yitzhak Bashem Rab. Shalosha Kolbanot Inun. There's three Kolbanot. One shekel that you're giving, the one that you're taking. As we explained, whenever you're doing this, you have to give one of the Torah. Now, we learned in the Mishnah that brothers who are partners, they're Hayav and Kalbon, then they would be Patur from Maser Behema. And if they're Hayav and Maser Behema, they would be Patur from the Kalbon. And the Gemara explains this thing. What are we talking about? They split their father's money and afterwards they became partners again. And that's why they're patur from Asir Behema. Like we learned that partners are patur from Asir Behema, but they're Hayav and Kalbon because each one has their own money. Now, when it says we're talking about they didn't split their father's money yet, and therefore the Hayav and Maser Behema, because it's coming out of one account, their father's account, but they're patur from the Kalbon, because it's as if their father is paying for everyone. And Amar Rabbi Lazar, and Rabbi Lazar said, when they're patur from Maser Behema, that's only if they split it in a way where he took the baby goats, he took the big goats, each one took a different age goat. If this one took the same type of goats, if they split the, the baby goats and the or the older goats with the older goats, and they didn't have to do any real estimate or value when it comes to the inheritance, then we say, That is his helik from the beginning. 
we understand retroactively that each one, that this was his part of the Yerusha, and it would count as if it's from one account, like their father's account, and therefore they would be Hayav and Maser Behema. And Amar Yohanan, opposite, not like Rabbi Lazar, Afilu Hilku Gedayim Neged Gedayim, Yashim Neged Yashim, even if each one got the same amount, the same type of animal, we don't say it was retroactively understood who got what. Rather, once they split it, they become like buyers and sellers. There's no more word of inheritance on top of it. And therefore, now they become like partners and they don't have to give ma'asir. And the Rabbi Yohanan is going to go one step further that even when they, even before they got back together, they're still patur from ma'asir. Like we learned in Masechet Bechorot, if something that was bought or something that was given to him as a present, patur mi ma'asar behema, you don't have to give ma'asar behema, and the only thing you have to give ma'asar behema in is whatever was born by you, and these brothers, once they split, they became business partners, and they're patur from ma'asar behema, and we will stop right here, Baruch Hashem, Le'olam, Amen, Ve'amen.